one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everybody, welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Taylor, joined by Rachel Shackleton. Happy Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> Wednesday will definitely be the day this thing goes live. And Ash Millman. Hello, I'm also here. Who is slightly of a bit of an ill man. I but am. I am a little bit of an ill man. That's why we've got the distance. Yeah. And hopefully we'll survive this Ashley podcast. Absolutely. Yes. So E3 is going to start. I mean, a lot of the different conferences and, and different plans are already rolling out this week, but mm. the big stuff is this weekend. Microsoft is Sunday night. Um, you can come and watch uh, me and Jules. We're going to do a live stream thing for it on Sunday evening. But... Um, plug, plug, plug. We also, for the sake of plugs, have uh, Josh is doing another last minute rumours thing at the end of this week. Yep. But he's literally waiting the last possible second so he can get the freshest stuff. So that'll be <laughs> towards the end of the week. Um, but now, though, um, I've just gathered up a whole bunch of the, the juiciest, the fanciest leaks and rumours because it's E3 season and it's just fun to talk Ooh. about these things. So some of this stuff is um, pretty much definitely going to happen. The likes of Microsoft and their new consoles and other stuff is just wish fulfillment type jazz. So uh, I've got a whole bunch of different things. The first one is a Dino Crisis reboot. Now, I brought this up because I love Dino Crisis. Do you guys even know what Dino Crisis is? I, well, I know Go what on. it is. I've never played it before, but I, uh, it came up in a list one time, and oh my goodness, it looks pretty. Do you like dinosaurs, so. mate? I do like dinosaurs. Do you like Resident Evil, mate? I. Do you like Resident Evil? There mate? you go, that's all you need. Isn't There's... it like the whole bit from Jurassic Park when they're in the kitchen and it's the, the raptor's foot going deep? Pretty much. <laughs> that's like how I imagine it every time. Yeah. I didn't play it either, so I'm glad that there's a reboot coming yeah. so I can be like, oh, well, jump on this one. This wagon. thing isn't confirmed, but um, there's this Twitter account called Evil VR that tends to tweet different rumors mm. and stuff. And that person, whoever it is, has always been spot on so far with what they suggested. Mm. Uh, they reported on Resident Evil 7 before it was confirmed and things like that. Um, also, a Spanish website called Generation Xbox has a, a whole bunch of E3 leaks uh, that, have, that originally came from Reset Era, then apparently they They've typed them up and sort of semi-corroborated them. Whatever, it's an excuse to talk about these things. One of the things on there is the Dino Crisis reboot, um, which personally I would love because, mm. like you said, it, it, that game used to always just feel like they took the coolest moments from Jurassic Park <laughs> yeah. and just went, wouldn't it be cool if a T-Rex was in your face? And you're like, yes, it would. <laughs> so I will take an HD version of that. What do you think of that? Is, uh, of that? That's a believable rumor. Yes. Like, a lot of these things that come up, you're just like, well, really? No, will that happen? <laughs> no, but no, that is believable. They are absolutely going down nostalgia these days with mm -hmm. remasters and reboots and re-this and re-that. So, uh, uh, yeah, I'd say that's a good show. Plus, we all played a good played a good chunk of the Resident Evil 2 remake. Yes. Um, and another thing that goes alongside this, which is a different rumor, is that we're getting a Resident Evil 3 remake. That oh, they're just going to yeah. work that their way through it. Given. Yeah. But I want them to take the general look and the feel of Resi 2 and just do that with dinosaurs. Give me Velociraptors and everything else. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't I, know what do you think of dinosaurs versus Resident Evil. I mean, I'd play that. I would play the dino version more. I, I would say, literally, you keep saying dinosaurs versus Resident Evil. I'm like, dinosaurs, yeah, mate. That's all you need. That's all you, you need. Like. You don't have to convince us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess the idea of it coming back is that's one of the only like sort of like B tier kind of games that Capcom put out back in the day that people mm. sort of know of, and that's about mm. it. Um, the Dino Crisis franchise across the 2000s kind of just shat itself and didn't do very well. <laughs> but the first one was really good. Um, the next thing I got down is Metroid Prime 4, which we got a logo for back in 2016. Mm. Uh, and then since then they have confirmed was that uh, when was that last Christmas mm-hmm. that they've literally scrapped everything they've done so far. Yes. Uh, I think at this point I'd be quite surprised to see anything from mm-hmm. Metroid Prime 4. Mm. But um, what is what is rumored to be? Well, quite? that's just the thing that, that they might do a development update because yeah, the entire development was restarted. They gave it to a different dev, which is the team that did the first Metroid Prime trilogy. Yeah. Um, they haven't worked on Metroid since 2007. Metroid Prime 3 was 2007. Um, but that team apparently they've been restructured quite a lot. But they did do Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, which, which is a was good brilliant. Game. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think that they'll do like a logo or something because um, I just think the Switch needs stuff to be associated mm. with it going forward. A teaser, I think, would be a, the smart thing to do. Would be mm-hmm. to put out a teaser. Yeah. Just have Samus walking out the black, the darkness and blackness, and being like, "Hey, by the way, I'm a big old Mac I'm woman." Back. Yeah, and it's don't just forget like, about me because that's mm. kind of what's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Ash is someone who doesn't own a Switch. It does Metroid entice you at all? Not really. Why not, mate? I love the historical relevance of Metroid as a thing and the whole Samus stuff. Like, I think it's fantastic, but it's. Whammon, I love them. But yeah, it's just not my bag. But I'm very excited that it's come back and seen the hype around it. I, just, I love people being excited about games. So seeing this, I was like, oh, it's so lovely seeing everyone getting like Metro Fireball. Yeah, it's just like there's, um, I, didn't, I didn't put Animal Crossing down on this, but it seems like they would show off their newest Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the weird thing with Animal Crossing is that one dev talked about something involving animals coming mm-hmm. and someone else talked about something in, involving some crossing coming. Oh, and they both worked for, for Nintendo. And it was like, well, okay, so that clearly means <laughs> you're going to combine the two. Yeah, um, that's a given. But that's the thing. Going forward, the Switch kind of needs some big big top tier titles I mean, yeah yeah we've got Zelda we've got Mario I mean especially with uh, so we have a Pokemon Direct at time of mm. recording uh, tomorrow yes um, Sword and, and Shield you so might say. We, we, it's safe to say we won't be getting much for Pokemon by the way like in the E3 mm. conference mm-hmm. so pretty much all they've got at the minute is Animal Crossing so mm. I'd say that's I would say Animal Crossing and Metroid is it enough for Nintendo to sort of like just do stuff because they've been quite mysterious so far with um, mm. what their E3 conference is going to center on mm. let's talk about Microsoft because hey. they it's like that's their big deal this year it's Good their conference Mike. to lose big old Michael coming slamming in um, because yeah Sony's not going to be there and unless they do like a big old banter move and just like stream something alongside E3 oh which I would love I would love the sheer BDE on that if they just had a Sony live stream yeah. as Microsoft are attempting to do, do their best thing um, but yeah the, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to unpack for Microsoft but the thing to talk about first is that they're apparently going to be dropping two new consoles mm. um, which we've covered before yeah. but what do you guys think of that in terms of an approach to a new generation there's going to be a Ooh. consumer level one and a premium one <laughs> my voice go like <laughs> no, yeah, I um, I'm excited to see them, but mm-hmm. like it feels so soon. It feels yeah, like it's like I'm like, oh my god, it's are we already at the next generation? Like I know it's been ages, but I'm also like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> I would actually have to disagree with you. I feel like as far as Microsoft consoles go, they've I think they've been given they've given up a while ago. Maybe uh, they brought out the Xbox One X and they really tried to push this as being you know the best mm-hmm. console ever, but it just didn't sell. I mm-hmm. mean, the diehards got it. The people that could afford it got yeah. it. Um, and the people that knew the difference got it. But I think with Microsoft, they have been thinking about the next thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my thing with Xbox is like, obviously, like it does f- for me. I, I like, I'm kind of with both of you because I do think that 2013 doesn't seem that long ago. That was yeah. when The Last of Us came out and Bioshock Infinite. Oh, but, uh, when you say the name, I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> it's been, for me, they're not it's been that, many a year. But like, <laughs> not that long ago. Um, but then somehow GTA 5 being in 2013 seems like an eon ago. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that was when this generation sort of started. And like, yeah, I think that obviously. 
obviously they've had a disastrous generation that it, it's about time that they sort of mm. just you know compartmentalized it and moved on um but that idea of embracing like two systems from the get-go yeah. like which one do you see you guys getting because i would like the premium one but if oh, that's i want the one that does everything like because right. it's, it's the anaconda and the oh lockout. god Lock- yeah lockout yeah uh which one is the, the streaming only one uh, that was the Xbox One S that just came out that was like the oh, like a, a discless thing what's yeah. the difference between these two then well it's, it's just meant to be more that they would support like higher resolutions and stuff I haven't ah. got the full spec breakdown it's more yeah. so well the idea of the two systems so like we've got at the minute with the X and with mm. the, yeah, the yeah. base Xbox yeah. but that idea that like yeah that they would sort of come out the gate with this like uh, sort of more like fairly priced thing that everybody can get in on and then if you want your Xbox One X oh. or PS4 Pro you can splash out and get your 8K resolutions or Anaconda's whatever. definitely the big one like, <laughs> one isn't it like, it might be it don't want none unless you got burns huh? I guess I, I like the idea of it I think that it's it's a good way for them to sort of like say yeah, both sides of the market because mm. this generation was the first time that we saw like you know the, the PS4 Pro and they mm. sort of split what they're offering um, it's just weird because it means that the gaming industry is getting into like a tech side of things yeah. where I mean in the tech industry we have a different phone every year and I don't want I don't want a different Xbox every single year I don't want them to but then it has also route. been six years since we got yeah. it. I know all the little like spin-off ones come around like PS4 Pro and Xbox X and all this sort of thing but um, I think for the actual like base like oh my god this is the generation mm-hmm. model that takes so long to get to them or it feels like it takes so long to get yeah. to them yeah. I don't think we'd ever have one every year that people would actually like, want to be investing in you know mm-hmm. what I mean I, just, I think it's I still think it's a weird sell like they have the same thing with the pro where it's sort of like we need you to buy this new system it's totally worthwhile but it totally doesn't replace the thing that you've yeah. got Whoops. so it's like you can't really do both at the same time yeah. um, that's one thing that they have to get across in their two hour conference um, another thing is that obviously they need a whole bunch of exclusives because like this yeah. generation they had next to none <laughs> let's say um, so there are, there's a handful of things that are being rumoured to show up on their stage um, Gears of War 5 mm. I don't even know how much Gears of, the Gears of War IP has any pull oh it does not. It does not. It does to but me. I'm still excited, I'm still excited to it. see what Five is going to be about because, mm-hmm. like, if this is their, this is one of their like legacy things, isn't it? So yeah. watching them bosh that out will be nice to see where they're going to take it, how they're going to reinvigorate us to this sort of new shiny Gears of War. I just the exactly. the thing with Gears was that like back in the day, like it was it was the big deal because they perfected third person combat. Yeah. You can snap into cover and whatever. And I just wonder whether its time is done. So I think we'll get Gears of War Five. Yeah. And they've done like three. It's like Gears Five, Gears Tactics, and Gears Pop Five are the three Gears games that we're getting <laughs> because oh dear god 2019 Jeez. and so once they're out of the way I think that'll be it um, but we've also got Fable coming back as well ah! um, so we can talk about Fable for a bit <laughs> the weirdest thing with the Fable thing is that um, if the rumours are all true they've given the IP to Playground Games which is the, yeah. so the no- Forza people nothing has been confirmed no. for Fable so far no. the, well the, the weird thing with that is that Kotaku were doing a, a write-up on the new Bioshock being worked on and in, in the write-up they were just like oh yeah like um, you know we're talking to these different devs that are working on Bioshock mm-hmm. and in the write-up, it was like, and just next door, the next four, the next um, fables being made, oh, and it was like, actually, like just okay, say that? yeah, so it was like, of rumors for ages, wasn't there? Threw it at a, just saw, by the way, it's the Lemington Spa Studio. If yes. you remember from the old podcast, <laughs> Lemington Spa, that's where they're making it. So. Lemington Spa's big year is 2019, <laughs> yes, but man. yeah, so that was kind of one of the things. Was, um, but that then like sort of lined up with the idea that Playground have been given the fable IP to do mm. something with. Um, you have to like follow the breadcrumb trailers. Yeah. To, there was developers talking about an English studio was working on it, and it ended up being them. But what do you guys think of that? Like, do you think it'll be a total reboot or will they try and do Fable 4? 
It's going to be a connect game. <laughs> oh, God, Fable the Journey no, too. Um, no, I think it would be very, very smart, very good thing to do, make a new Fable RPG. That would mm-hmm. be a really strong selling point for their new Xbox. Absolutely, I think that's a good idea. You think Fable still has pull? Yes, of course. Everybody, <laughs> I think people, Fable 3 was one that hit and miss with people a little bit, little bit didn't it? It wasn't but good. I would say I hated Fable I, 3. I enjoyed it because I enjoy everything bad. But uh, Fable, I know Fable 1 and 2 were like founding pillars of RPG Totally, yeah, yeah. They were fantastic. And I think having one off game isn't enough to kill a franchise anymore, no. especially with the actual weight of Fable, like, one and two. So if they can do that again with four... And I remember Jules talking about Fable Legends and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you got to play had, it, yeah. Yeah, he said that was fantastic. And mm. look, it was really coming back to all the things that Fable was about. So if they've got that sort of reworked idea, mm-hmm. that would be amazing. Like, I... I, I my thing Much is like excitement. I always loved Fable. Like I, um, I remember because I never followed. Remember all the all the lies, all the hypes, all the trailers that came yeah. out before the first one, and it was like, oh, if you plant a seed, you can grow a tree, and if you like, oh yeah, you know, have a child and they'll grow up. I never had all those because I wasn't following them trailer by trailer. So mm. when I played the first Fable, I just loved it. I didn't have anything to compare it to, yeah. um, and I know that it's like had like a weird reputation because of that. But then from then, I think Fable Two is one of the best RPGs oh, ever made yes. with so much character and like I just yeah. I I liked the stuff that Peter Molyneux like brought to the table kind mm. of thing. I think. I think a lot of the Englishness that makes Fable was came from him because yeah. he's such a quirky dude. But he's not involved in the new one. Thank so God. I mean, really, the man's been a bit naughty. He has been a bit. He's bit, been all over the bit place. Bit of a liar, isn't he? Bit yeah. of a liar. Yeah. So, um, but no, his I'm, English I'm, is crumpets. <laughs> hey, there's lots of many lovely Englishmen. I'm sitting right next to one right now. I'm sure I'll make a Fable game. I'm sure they will find another It'll be nice Shovel Knight. And uh, <laughs> to be honest, fresh eyes on Fable is not a bad thing because, mm. like Ash mentioned, three wasn't. Amazing. Um, <laughs> so right. John Cleese is a good amazing. butler in it. He's just it takes you got, when you pause the game, it takes a few seconds to get to the menu. But the idea was kind of cool. But still, I think if they're going to do a, um, you know like do this whole like rev, like revamped version mm-hmm. of Fable in a in a gaming industry where you have like big massive AAA open world stuff, yeah. Elder Scrolls and whatever, do we think it'll just be the biggest version possible? Well, I think I. Or what I'd want mm. rather than what I think is yeah. I'd want Fable to maintain its like doableness of it being quite a tight world yes. that's full of very interactable characters and like have loads of people who have individuality and all that sort of thing mm-hmm, that you mm-hmm. can do your weird dance on your weird sex up of <laughs> and like have it really like detailed but in uh, a manageable scale Package. yeah yes I want to be able to kick chickens and then people to realise that I'm kicking chickens and then call me chicken ch- <laughs> uh, chicken chaser oh god they never call you chicken kicker did they it was always no, just chicken chaser it's literally it's like this sort of the older scrolls where you shoot the chicken and in the middle of a little village and they're all like excuse me and then for the, for the rest of your old time on that earth that's all you're known yeah, for literally. you can save the realm but that's all you ever did um, the next thing down is um, is this game called Bleeding Edge now this is an IP that Ninja Theory filed for now you yeah. just played Hellblade um, so I Ninja did, Theory I did. did I keep looking over here like, I know you know the, the thing with the stuff so um, like Microsoft announced I think it was at the end of last year that they were buying a whole bunch of studios they bought Obsidian and Exile and then, then they bought uh, Ninja Theory mm-hmm. um, and there's a, a few other ones as well so Ninja Theory like I said just did Hellblade they did Heavenly Sword. They're sort of known for doing like, I don't know, like double A games. Like they're sort of known yeah. enough, but they're never, for me, they never really get the full recognition that yeah. they potentially deserve. Um, so yeah, they're, they're essentially making something for Microsoft, we can assume, because they filed this new IP called Bleeding Edge. Um, what do you think of them as a studio? Do you think they're a good like fit kind of thing? Oh, I really liked Hellblade. I mm. really liked Hellblade. It was really good. I, I liked all the different uh, elements to it, but then mm-hmm. it was very like streamlined as well. Like you yeah. bosh through it in a day because I was like, oh, it's doable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that kind of element of what they I have. I think if but... they, like, if you 
put them alongside something like a new fable, then assumedly whatever Ninja Theory do will be more like a more personal tale. Like mm-hmm. they go down, they go down the route of motion capture and lots of like dialogue heavy stuff. You mm. mean like if two new Microsoft exclusives were announced and it was these two? Yes. Yeah, mm. for variety, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just think that they, I think Microsoft needs something in their catalog that can that can contend with the Naughty Dogs and the Sony exclusives. They like, need a good RPG, don't they? Yeah, or yeah. just something with like a lovable cast, or like they need someone that they can put on their montage adverts or yeah. scissor reels or whatever, where you go, oh, that's that person from that game mm. from Ninja Theory, and it's probably about time that Ninja Theory got some love as well. Yeah. Um, another new thing is that Rare are apparently making a new IP who made Sea of Thieves and Conquer and Ooh, Perfect Dark oh, and whatever else. Sea of Thieves else. was great, wasn't it? Yeah, Wonderful. you're doing the actually, opposite thing again. <laughs> no, but that was actually bad. That was so <laughs> Sea of Thieves has made a bit of a like resurgence uh, recently. Yeah. A lot of my friends have been playing it. It looks fun. Mm-hmm. Still not for me, but I I loved I loved the first twenty minutes of Sea of Thieves. I thought that was brilliant. Like going on a ship with all your mates, and yeah. you're like, I'm gonna go up the what do you call the big the crow's nest? A mast. The mast. Well, crow's thing nest at the top. top. Yeah. And you sort of go, oh, there's an island over there, and you sort of pin it, and then someone yeah. puts a little marker on the treasure map, and you can all see it, and you're working as a pirate crew. Um, I think Rare have always had a whole bunch of awesome ideas, and they haven't been great since the '90s. But that's the thing. Overdue. I wonder. I wonder if Rare were great back then, and they maybe just not like moved. They were totally awesome back in the Banjo-Kazooie days. But do you know what is making a comeback is nostalgia, is Mm. remasters, is all these kind of old style of games. I mean, look at how good... um Look at how good the Spyro remaster is. I was going to say, yeah. That plays, well, exactly like the original. It's mm. a proper old game. So mm-hmm. if we were to have a new game from Rare that was in lieu of like, oh my God, can you imagine if they just made a new Banjo-Kazooie? Yeah, that would but work. it's not ukulele. <gasps> if like, they can, like, yeah, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. oh, I think about what ukulele. they bring to the table. Like if you have, I don't know, you've got your big fables, you've got your big Gears of War, you've got your big macho, dumb action stuff, which I love, mm. all that stuff. And then next to that, you've kind of got the ninja theory, the more contemplative, like dialogue heavy, narrative yeah. heavy. And then next to that, you have something that's maybe like a platformer or something. I mean, I would argue that the, the demographic or the, the need is there again for platformers yeah. after Spyro and Crash and everything. Oh, so at, maybe. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I, yeah, that was going to be a green, but I, just, I was going to say look at the Celeste, but that wasn't like a proper nah, No, but I think like, considering that was in the awards season, it's like yeah. at least people are kind of game for more 2D and 3D platformers 100. where at the start of the generation it was like, oh God, everything is a pixel platformer. Yeah. But they're actually really good. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so let's switch over to Nintendo um, who apparently also have two new consoles to debut. Yeah, we've sort of, this has been a kind of circulating mm. the internet for mm. a while now they're going to release like a switch kind of pro kind of style that's got like a high resolution screen that's going to be like what a little bigger i guess yeah according to like that's the thing apparently there's the smaller one is the cheaper one where it's all one form factor like a ps vita where it's all solid joy con don't come off yeah which i think is strange because it'll make some things unplayable Uh, that's a good idea i think oh no it's definitely a great idea but it means like world of goo or anything that like you need motion control i mean everyone needs world of goo it's a must buy it's really good i'm not have you played it you should play the world of goo there's a lot of world, a lot of goo. It's really good. But then how would you play it docked? Anyway, so this is sort of more... <laughs> Actually, you play with the touchpad. So you, made it, you make a good point. So you touchpad. Forget what I said. I don't need the motion controls at all. I think for <laughs> a, 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 a proper form-fitted small one is one that would actually interest me in buying mm. a, a Switch. As someone who doesn't Aww. have a Switch, that would interest me because I hate motion controls. <laughs> and uh, just Joy-Cons snapping off everywhere and doing all this random stuff. I think a little form-fitted like PS Vita-style one would actually just, be... Or you could just buy a Vita. my taste. Just buy a Vita. I could, but then... Other things. They're really good. Other things. You can play the PS1 games on them and stuff. But yeah, so the idea being that the one of the potential Switch <laughs> models would be like a locked-in thing. I think if they can match the the um, the form factor of the Vita, like I much prefer the Vita's size to the Switch. Mm. Like when I'm playing the Switch on the train, I'm like elbowing people out the way so I can hold it. I can probably imagine you with your Joy-Cons around me like, guys, come <laughs> on, I'm playing tennis. Shovel light. <laughs> but it's like, that's the thing. I think if they can make it, if they can like completely nail the portable side, because they've discontinued the 3DS now anyway, mm. or they're moving towards that anyway and replace that with one of the versions of yeah. the Switch. What do you think, Ray? 
Twitch as a, a Switch um, fan. I think uh, actually just thinking about what they're likely to announce because E3 is usually quite big for them. And, mm -hmm. and the minute, if, as far as we know, they've only got Animal Crossing and maybe Metroid Prime 4, mm -hmm. if they even show Animal Crossing. I still hope um, they, they do the backwards compatibility thing. Mm -hmm. Like, hit them in 64 games. Yeah, that would be good. But yeah, I'd say like that is a very believable rumor that mm -hmm. they will mm -hmm. finally come out with this like second Switch version. The Switch has been out for two and a bit years now. Yeah. Um, March 17 it came out. So I only just replaced the Joy-Con on mine. They've done well. Hey. Nice. I bought um, some Splatoon ones. <laughs> me too, man. <laughs> so that, that's the thing you were starting to say before is that the other half of this rumor is that they have the, the cheaper all-in-one form factor one mm. and another one that's meant to be like a deluxe uh, premium version mm. that will apparently there's a whole bunch of stats for this because it's from a, a report from Gamepedia um, that the onboard storage is going to go up to 128 gig mm -hmm. um, which is a hell of a lot more because the one that we have now is only 32 which means that some games can't even fit on it yeah. 32 is very it's small it's pretty bad Nintendo yeah. games tend to be quite they tend to be quite small mm -hmm. but still um, but then third parties put Doom and Wolfenstein on there yeah. and you couldn't even install them unless you bought a micro SD um, Micro SDs are quite cheap these days, but you shouldn't have to mm -hmm. buy one to yeah. So yeah, I think that is a big uh yes. So there's the yeah, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of storage. There's an eight gig RAM, which I think is double what the Switch has, so assuming everything will run smoother. Sure, yeah. I think the Switch runs pretty well anyway though at the minute. Yeah, I mean it's got like see as far as like I uh, was it you that was talking about the pause, um the time it takes to mm. pause the game and go to the home screen. Mm -hmm. The switch is like instant. Yeah, yeah, well it, it runs on like a Tegra processor, which is like a mobile, like a mobile um phone mm -hmm. uh, processor, so it, it tends to like unlock itself as quick as phones do, yeah. um, which I love. Um, apparently the premium one will support 4K, um, which isn't Ooh. a deal breaker for me, but I guess it's Nintendo catching up to for, everybody else. 4K Nintendo, right. Do you want 4K Breath of the Wild, Is that though? good for, like, docking, or is that just on the little... Well, that's the thing. It'll be, yeah, 4K docked, and the handheld yeah. one will go up from 720p to 1080p. That'll, yeah, oh, that'll that will be nice. Handheld, handheld 1080p. Yeah. That'll be nice. The weird thing is, because um, we talked about this before we came in, that um, in a Forbes interview, uh, Nintendo's president said that they don't plan on announcing any hardware at E3, but that's kind of gone back and forth. So uh, I think I think if they don't, they better pull something out of the bag. How are they going to fill time without it? It's it's E three man, and mm -hmm. like they <laughs> Nintendo kind of do their own thing anyway. So if mm. they didn't have something big to show, I don't think they would do E three. Mm. They always do their little treehouse uh, events anyway. So yeah, I think they've got to have something. I just think it's I think like I said, you said it's been two years and yeah. it's about time. And yeah. they they obviously have iterated on it like in their factories and warehouses and stuff. They will have a new version of the Switch. Yeah. Just the way technology works. If you look at how quickly they started replacing the three D the the DS and then the 3DS and then the 3DS XL and mm -hmm. then the 2DS and yeah those came out like a year <laughs> apart like pretty much do you because you said you might be interested in the, the cheaper all-in-one yeah, one yeah. Um, do you think you would upgrade to the premium one the 4K version I might I want Breath of the Wild in 4K, mate. You definitely will. My 50-inch TV. I play my Switch so much. If if I'm able to like safely and uh, easily migrate <laughs> all my data save data over my 150 hours, my 200 hours of Pokemon, 150. Hours if you that. lost your shiny. In no. Let's Go. Oh my god, if I lost my shiny, I would, oh god. Tell, tell the people how many uh, how many catches it took you to get that 10, shiny? 10,375 trades. Just very proud of it. Wow. Very proud of it. <laughs> well, I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> It's a hell of a feat. Pokemon. It's very <laughs> good. So, um, yeah, so potentially we've got Microsoft debuting new hardware. We've got Nintendo potentially debuting new hardware. Sony aren't going to be there. Um, so the rest of these things, I've got something for Ubisoft, but um, we've talked about this before, but there's potentially a game being made by J.R. Martin and From Software. Yeah. So it's kind of like... Rune. Yeah, Great Rune. Yeah, Great Rune. Oh, well, it's codenamed G.R which apparently stands Great for Great Rune, Rune. Yeah. but like GR Rooney so yeah I guess it's like does that drop in like a Microsoft conference or do we just see a random trailer for that alongside I'm gonna, E3 I'm going to say something really controversial here go for it and I'm going to say I really hope it's an Xbox exclusive 
I would. I mean, personally, I would love that. Oh, like, you're talking to the right people. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, because um, Bloodborne. I love both, uh, but Bloodborne was a PlayStation exclusive, and I know that sort of uh, twiddles a lot of people's gears because they maybe only have an Xbox and they don't mm. have a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It so twiddled be, my gear when it first came twiddles out. Twiddles your gear, did it? Yeah. <laughs> but like um, something as big as that, like, would be great as an exclusive. Like, mm. I mean, Sony had uh, Bloodborne this generation. They had Spider Man. They had these mm. massive head-turning exclusives. Yeah. It is about time Microsoft threw some money at someone it and got will something. Give them some weight to yeah. their actual like people for, to invest in the new content. Consoles, that's something that would really like yeah. drop a, a dunk on it, mate. Yeah, thank, because, thank you, thank you. <laughs> because take my word for it, like Souls people, Bloodborne people, they will buy this game. <laughs> they will buy an Xbox yeah. for this game. Plus, so. like you look at from software across the last few years, like they did Bloodborne for Sony, and then they kind of went to Activision and did Sekiro. It's like the way that they're sort of handling themselves is quite intelligent, and they mm. seem to be going bigger and bigger. Like signing on to Microsoft for a Microsoft exclusive might mm. be the next natural thing that they do. Mm. Um, so the only things that are out for this uh, came from a Gamatu leak, which is that the game will be apparently be open world uh, with horse riding, and that you'll be able to acquire abilities from specific locations. Do you know what horse riding, mate? It's just lovely. It's like under the Red Dead, isn't it? Like, that's what it's going to be. Norse Red Dead. I was Maybe thinking think of like Witcher. The Witcher yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think of The Witcher oh, 3. <laughs> yeah, Ash. But I think it'll be, um, I guess it'll be like The Witcher's maybe a, a similar sort of analogue in terms yeah. of the tone. Um, then you can throw in George Martin is apparently working alongside Hidetaka Miyazaki, which is from mm. Software's main That dude. is just, the nerd in me is just gasming right that now. Just, oh it, that seems too crazy to be true. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, <laughs> Martin is already king of the nerds. I'm like, I'm proper like gassed about I don't even like Souls like games. So I'm like, Ooh. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think something like this, I don't know, do we think it would be easier because they're, they're getting a, like a way bigger audience? Like, No. They just think it'll be like it'll be as hard as secure. I think it will still really annoy me when I get it. It's <laughs> the thing. But no, I think uh, if they've got this reputation to uphold, if it's from software, mm. they're going to be like, 
I don't know how much harder you can make a game after Sekiro. Like, I know that it's not, like, it's way more timing-based. That's kind of what made it hard. Oh, you mean, like, what they could do differently? Yeah, yeah. Horse combat, mate. Hor- yeah? Do you want to just nut some horses? But you got to get the timing Whoa, right. Whoa, <laughs> a horse. I mean, I think it'll be horse that on horse. That means something different here. Horse on horse combat. <laughs> they don't know what nutting means. <laughs> Nut the horse, mate. Okay, so yes, horse combat. It's not combat. the movie. What? Horse combat Woo! is something they could do. Uh, next rumor. <laughs> next rumor, if you want to if you want to move on from that one, is uh, Ubisoft, um, who have uh, quite a handful of stuff to be, to be potentially debuted. <laughs> nutting means headburn. <laughs> stop, Americans. Stop doing the head move, literally. That's what it means. Well, that's, that's a treat for the people on the video side. Um, but anyway, so the next thing Where I put down <laughs> is the Ubisoft stuff. Um, now, this is a, f- a few different things. One thing that's rumored is the Ubisoft Pass. Apparently, mm-hmm. they're going to uh, debut a monthly pass where you'll pay some fee and you'll have access to their oh, entire catalog. Do you not want another monthly pass, mate? No, mate. Why not? No, because... Do you not want Assassin's Creed? <laughs> Far Cry? I mean, tell you what, the only frame of reference I've got for this is obviously um, I did look into EA Access for a while. And mm. tell you what, EA Access is really, really good value for okay. money. Mm. It's like, um, if you if you play all those games, if you like all the mm-hmm. sports and all the, mm. the EAs... All the N's and the um, H's and the L's. EA. So it's think, in the game. It's in the monthly pass. <laughs> for, people to, <laughs> for people who do really like all these games... All your assassins, mm. all your this, all your dogs. I think if you play um, all them in one big row, you'll see how little's changed until it gets <laughs> no. to Assassin's Creed Origins and then it's different again. Um, the only thing is, if they did do something like that, they could not make it expensive. It would have to mm. be like max of five or a month. Like. Would you guys pay for an Ubisoft pass? Is that I would personally, yeah. I would <laughs> is that not like, I don't know, any old school Ubisoft? Because I think if they did everything on here, if you had the original Beyond Good and Evil and you sort of had all the Rayman games and like there's a way to sort of make it appealing. If it was very cheap, then mm. that would be appealing. Yeah. But if they start ramping it up by going, whoa nostalgia is making us money baby <laughs> then you're gonna be like excuse me no thank you I yeah. need to buy yeah, the titles the original Assassin's Creed and Assassin's Creed 2 and that you can pick up for like 99p yeah oh yeah totally <laughs> so it's like mm. I would assume they'd be the remastered versions you'd own it then as well like, yeah mm. one of the things with that which is just the cynic in me is that if you have all the, if you line up all the Ubisoft games you would like I said even with Assassin's Creed you'd see how little has changed but across mm. their whole pantheon of titles you would just be like well they took this element and put this here yeah. and then this like aiming mechanic went over here and there's a drone here which is an owl in Far Cry and then it's a drone again it's a portfolio. I play all the games and they're so tiring. It's kind of nice. Yeah. 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 I think they've got a, they've got a pretty good catalog. Um, the next thing down is, um, we just, me and Jules just did news on this this morning, but Watch Dogs Legion has leaked. Do you want more Watch Dogs, anybody? I missed the Watch Dogs. Wash Watch do- Dogs? The Wash Dogs. What dogs? <laughs> I did not Watch Dogs. The Swatch um, Dogs. No, I missed the Watch Dogs bandwagon and then played like little pieces of it. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is, this is, this Two's is cool. really good. Yeah, it's all right. Like, yeah. um, so I think having another one come around, then maybe have honed their skills a bit more because Watch Dogs came out. That was that again, another hit or miss title, and then two came out and mm. was like, Yo, this is banging. And so, mm. I think now that they've had a little bit of practice across those ones, this one could be. I think they're in the good. weirdest place with it because the first one was the first massive disappointment of the generation. Yeah. Like, a lot of uh, new console sales were hung on that game. Yeah. It was like, Oh, the next generation starts here. That was like the whole slogan thing. And obviously, the first one wasn't very good. Two, I think, plays extremely well, but I just mm. think the franchise is in a really weird spot. I think, um, yeah, that's what you're saying. Like, a lot of people, I think, were hung up on that and mm. maybe couldn't quite forgive it mm. after that, give it another chance. But if, if the rumors are true and what they're planning for this is um, you can play as any NPC. Do you want to play as a city? Now that is really interesting. <laughs> like a baker. You can do. No. You could just be like, oh, I want to be a baker today, and you can go and bake some bread. Or you could be, I want to be a well, sewer you, you're worker. Well, you're playing as a dude, but apparently you can recruit anybody. You can recruit any NPC, and apparently there's a staggering amount of voiceovers and animations and everything bringing this whole city to life. I mean, that is something different, so that's definitely mm. a good way to go yeah. about it. If it's true. I will drop as well when you said play as a building. You can do that <laughs> in the game called Everything. But if you always play as a building, you can zoom out and play as a, as a, a bunch of stars as well. You can play as anything. Oh, that's and you can zoom all the way in. Weren't they making that game? Well, someone did make that game. You can play as a little ant. I, I 
all of watch a dog lead. It's Legion really good. To do this. If you zoom all the way in, you can play as an atom, and then you can zoom all the way out again and play as like stars in space. That's what I want from Watch Dogs Legion. So it's going to be a disappointment either way now. I know. I wish that that's what they were doing. But yeah, so Legion. Watch Dogs Legion yeah. uh, apparently set in uh, in London, apparently in a post-Brexit London. So again, very assumptive. <laughs> oh, Big soft getting all their goal assumptive about right, where we're going to go. Slap us next time. <laughs> I know. I know. I love how they continually be like, "We're not. We don't do, we don't do political games. Put it in a post-Brexit London, like, which hasn't even happened yet." Yeah. And it's just like, "Well, cheers." Um, but yeah, so apparently their big thing is that you can uh, you play as a character that can uh, recruit anybody yeah. in the world, and that'll assumedly lead to more hacky-based fun. But I don't <laughs> know if you guys played uh, Watch Dogs Two or anything, but I played a bit of Watch Dogs Two. Uh-huh. It was not terrible. Mm. I would say that too. I would say it was not terrible. I, I, I had a good amount of fun with it. You can get a laptop and a drone and a little car and everything. There are no dogs in it, though. Are they not? Nope. None. We're watching for the dogs, but oh, I see what you did. Not- is there not? Are there not there a single dog in Watch Dogs? There were, there were some naked ladies at launch and they had to patch them out and it was like, why were they even in the game? I mean, that's almost as good, so forget yeah. this. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you take what, what you can get. What? what? You know Mr. Scandal? It was just naked woman in Watch Dogs 2? No, I just thought you... Uh, no, actually, no. never mind. I was going to be like, dogs associated with women? Good. How dare you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more down the scandalous route, but near enough. Um, so yes, they will apparently show uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 because that's been in development yes. for like three years now. That's what you should have led with. Jesus. What that's do you mean? A, that's I'm, a good stuff. I'm leading with the dino crisis. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, no, to be fair. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2, I am so... You guys seem really psyched for Beyond Good and Evil 2. I'm gassed for Beyond Good and Evil 2. <laughs> no, that was such a banger of PS2 game though. Mm. Like it was, it was incredible. It was such good fun. It's lasted the years. As everyone is excited for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Yep. I uh, I did, I'd never heard of the franchise until yeah. like was it oh, last first, okay. last year's E3 that they like they showed them um, like it was a, the year before I think it was 2017 they first announced yeah. it a couple of years ago yeah, maybe yeah. even three years ago and I was and, like what's yeah. this game why is everyone so excited this um, is monkey in space I was like oh my god they remembered it exists like, <laughs> <laughs> no that's really really cool I think like I have like second hand type right. off of that yeah yeah sure. if it's you cool. um when you get back to your computer look up the Mama Go Garage song because it's mm. the catchiest thing ever and once you've heard it you'll never not hear it I'm not gonna do it now but it's very very good if you haven't played it right like if you, as soon as you go in, it's like so immersive. You're mm. in like this weird world, and you look out, and there's all these aliens in the sky, and you just take pictures of them and have a really chill time. You got a little pigo. Yeah, page man. You try and like, hey. <laughs> a chill time. There's like a war on. Okay, there's a big war. <laughs> there's loads of fighting, up. and there's terrible, terrible things. But you look out the window, and you're like, oh, that's it does really look nice very nice. Space alien, like the whole, the whole like set up for that world. Because it's weird. Because in the, the the stuff that they've shown so far, like I think they've confirmed PJ's back. Like I know yeah, Jade's yeah, back. Yeah, she she's like, like evil um, now. Yeah, yeah. She was a bad guy at the end. I heard about that. But yeah, in the new trailer. She's like, no seems to be, the game, <laughs> ah, she's really good without the, the, the bit towards the end. But yeah, the whole thing in the new one seems to be that she's like some space pirate mm, and she comes yeah. crashing in. She's got like a new vessel and stuff. It's just, I think it's going to encourage people to go back and play the original, which would make sense with their Ubisoft pass. Yeah. Because they go, hey, you want to check out all of our stuff that we're now doing sequels to? And then they'll maybe release it on the pass, like maybe early or maybe. Mm. Um, they could do a Game Pass type thing, like yeah. an Xbox Game Pass type thing. Oh, maybe. Yeah. They're going to be like, pay us 20 quid as well with the pass to get yeah. this game early. Do you want some DLC? Oh. Maybe. Shaky um, anger, like. <laughs> do you guys want to? Maybe it's s- just like a pre-order thing. I don't know. I don't know. It could be. Yeah, it could yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. It could be a thing. Do you guys want to see more Assassin's Creed? Because I don't. Do you? Do you really to- think we'll get another Assassin's Creed? Uh, see, maybe. I, it, I guess now that the Watch Dogs thing is real, I think that'll take up the space that Assassin's yeah, Creed would yeah. take because I think that was why they pushed into Watch Dogs. I think um, with Odyssey, I mean, if they want to have a little break, you know, at least they're leaving on a high. Odyssey looked beautiful. Mm. Odyssey's great, yeah. Odyssey um, and Origins are both solid. They're very much content of the game, but like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're absolutely humongous. Oh, well, I'm mate. really on the fight. Fe- fight. I'm really on the face with uh, Assassin's Creed. The fence yes. with Assassin's Creed because, like, I think that. 
each one they do, they learn a bit more and, and add a little bit something in that's, that's mm. interesting again. Like uh, Syndicate. I remember Syndicate yep. was when I came back in after a little while. Black Flag was great. That's yes. one of my favourite, like, Assassin's Creed games. Uh, Syndicate, we had the two people. Um, mm. Jacob and Edie Fry. Yeah, there we go, and the, and the setting and everything. And then with these two, Odyssey and Origins, it got everything gets a little bit better, mm-hmm. but it also gets very much bigger and mm-hmm. comes a lot sooner. So I feel like if they give it a break for a little while, like suck in all of the reviews and go look what can we do with this in a new place that's maybe a bit more controlled and detailed rather than catch every single crow that you can yeah. like, like Odyssey's game world is absolutely humongous to the point where too you, big yeah me. you just look at it and go I'm never going to see all yeah. of this um, and that was the thing because they did Assassin's Creed Origins and then it was only like six months later or something we got Odyssey yeah. and they're very similar their hoods are very similar the, the fonts used in them and stuff it was mm. almost it felt like a massive DLC pack but then it was a whole other new game yeah. so I would rather they took more time and do something more story focused exactly I agree. That's what I want. I want them to have a really like tight narrative game mm. that's just all about this. Re- maybe a longer story. I know the story is quite long, but like mm-hmm. a, maybe a longer story that kind of tightens it in a little bit. A more focused story. I was mm. like, yeah. oh, I'm someone that needs to do every single side quest, mm. and I just I you're guess... the one doing all these side quests. Yeah. I keep making the games for you. Yeah. Oh, I tried it in Syndicate, and I was like, no, no thank but you. I, that's <laughs> mean I like it. I re- I, I, I got you so distracted, compelled. so distracted from the main story in Origins. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish it and and lost interest. So so I would actually prefer, like, if, if they brought out, if if my darling Cassandra had been in a game that was way more linear, I would she's have been, such an awesome character. I would have been much more interested in it. So did you maybe play the, did you play the DLC with the. I didn't play Odyssey. Okay, because no, it's oh, too okay. big. It's intimidating. Sometimes the girl. Anyway, <laughs> oh my! And, oh my! Uh, <laughs> There's a lot going on. Um, but I no, will like, say that Atlantis is in the DLC, and oh. it's really dumb in a really fun way. But it's, it's a, really dumb. Okay, I mean, dumb is. Video that games. was good. But what I was going to say with Assassin's Creed is that when that thing first started out, I know that they moved away from this, but they had that whole, you know, Desmond was learning to be mm-hmm. an assassin in the future and whatever, and they just sort of like pivoted away from it. They killed him off, and then it was like, you know, in Assassin's Creed 3, you did a couple of levels where you mm. played as him in the modern day, but do you think they would eventually do an Assassin's Creed just set in the modern day with all those oh, mechanics no, in New York City? No, Why not? Why not? Because you can kill oh. the dude Wall Street. You can I kill th- all the men. I think it would be really disappointing. I think it'd be a good idea, but I think it'd be really disappointing mm. to load up an Assassin's Creed game and not to be playing as someone badass from the past like I want to jump around New York but there's so many more fun things you can do like in the in the past there's so many games that do all the modern I want stuff. I want Japan or China or something yeah. like yeah, that yeah, so yeah, but, but I admit yeah. like what you're proposing would be something different and different is good <laughs> but um, not as an Assassin's Creed game though I, don't I would know. do a half and half I would have it where you do things in the past that directly affect things in the future like you because like, you do it in AC too like um, Desmond like leaves something for himself in the past mm. and then goes back to that spot in the future and it's waiting for him yeah, so yeah. that is like, Assassin's Creed yeah I would love yeah. more stuff like that I think that they've moved away from the time travel type stuff mm. and they just give you like Odyssey and Origins it was like you're just in the past mm. I know that they brought um, I forget what you the new character they brought back but there was yeah. that scientist last yes which her stuff was really well done it's just that it wasn't like a 50-50 split like I want like a yeah. something more set in the present day kind of thing cool um, another thing for Ubisoft which is the most annoying thing in the world is that they won't release the Splinter Cell they've got that keeps leaking it's everywhere it's like oh you can pre-order it here's a pre-order bonus and then the next thing is the dude from Kotaku being like oh it's not gonna happen what is it? Is it going to happen or not? Why not, Scott's mate? really passionate about Splinter Cell. <laughs> I'm like, Cell. me and you and <laughs> me and you and love Splinter Cell and they won't, they keep teasing it. One of the devs was like, oh, we're working on a thing and then someone went, does that mean you're doing the thing that you just said? He went, oh no, it was just a joke. Why are you joking about that? <laughs> don't toy with my emotions. Yeah, because either do it or don't. Because he was joking about it because it's actually not a joke and they actually are working on it but they want you to be surprised. But why Why would Kotaku, why would Jason Trier say that it weren't because for a disappointment? Because they're surprised. <laughs> <laughs> if I, I 
I, I just, I don't, I don't know. There's like three things that were lining up for it all to be finally true. Because the last spin cell was in 2013, for God's sake. Do you know what? Sometimes what, you just need to let something rest in peace. It's been resting in peace for love for years. You can't just dig it up again. This is me dragging it back up Come on. Live again. Um, yeah. Do you guys but, uh, care about I think if the they, cell? I, I think if they get enough like sort of people going like, where's my splinter cell? Uh, they <laughs> that might... was literally me this morning, yeah. Just give me the thing. So yeah, what do you guys think of Spinner Cell? Do you, no, did you ever play them? No, no, I do not. Again, not my, uh, not massively my thing. Dibbed and dabbed in it. Dibbed and dabbed. But I, I don't know. Proper like uh, stealthy military, like put your night vision goggles on and run around and, and yeah. ain't my bag. Like, oh. like fantasy and swords and magic. Like that's, <laughs> that's my thing. But you know, do watching, you want some thermal vision? Yeah, nah, 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 nah. Watching you, watching you um, type it the other day. He was talking about spin cell the other day. Absolutely typed as fast as he could. And went splinter cell, splinter cell, <laughs> and it just popped me like oh, splinter cell. To be fair, I, yeah, I mean, Rich, what do you think of the whole the super sleuthing with the gadget? and the, the gun that fires the little electric things that electrocute people. I'm really sorry, man. I'm, what the I'm, hell? I'm the same. I had the first Splinter Cell on the original Xbox and I loved it. Barely, um, that's good. But that was, good. <laughs> that was at a time when I was into like any and every game. Right. Um, but no, I really did like the original Splinter Cell, but just then then discovered fantasy. Yeah. And uh, that's been me. So. <gasps> I love you some, some fun too. It's like, what? It's science fiction and stuff, science fiction, where it's a, like a bit more a bit more science fiction-y rather than just, woo, I'm a little military man. Like, <laughs> yeah, <they're> just... just <laughs> doesn't tick my boxes like. <laughs> to be fair they, uh, yeah they, some of the plot lines they did was like a little bit more crazy but yeah. they never did like Call of Duty future warfare oh, things yeah. but I think one thing's for sure is it would make a lot of people very happy so yes. I really hope it does get teased yeah. that would be it's amazing. probably never gonna happen ever again the like, second hand hype off you would just be like oh chef's you'll case, hear me like, scream if, it, if yeah. it's real because if they just knock <laughs> the lights out and just do the goggle noise yeah. which yeah. you guys might not even know I don't know but if they just do the high pitched noise I'll just go <laughs> and that'll be it along with it we, we all yeah. just get a text that like 11 o'clock at night just Scott going eee. it is I am the goggle noise like yeah. that's what I've become um, so yeah so to wrap up we've got um, we can talk about some Bethesda stuff quickly because they really don't seem to have a whole lot that they're going to show I'm emotional about like yeah. their, their thing that they're going to do because I feel like it's going to be nothing that I want to see and I'm yep. like I'm, I'm here I'm waiting Elder Scrolls 6 please I don't know why they've booked out to do a conference when they Doom. don't seem to have anything just Doom though Doom. Doom's the thing that they've put on those three big buildings that we keep seeing before June and so uh, before the conference itself so I think they'll do gameplay demo for Doom, but again, that's not them. They're just publishing it. So, like, it, what have they actually got? They can go Starfield's still happening, I guess. Yeah. Scrolls are still happening, that's I guess. It, that's it. It's do you want be another logo? Blades updates. Oh, Blades. Just... Do you guys play Blades? What? Fallout 4 on the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. Uh, if you, oh, okay, if they did New Vegas on the Switch, then fine, I'm back in. But New Vegas remastered. Yeah, if you New Vegas remastered and it's on the Switch, uh, fine. Oblivion remastered. But even then, even <laughs> that would not then. That'd be really good, actually. I was too busy being emotional. So I was like, no, actually, I'll no, um, Well, obviously, what we want. Is there any rumors in there that say that we might get a teaser for, for Elder There's Cross nothing for Bethesda. Now? They've just, um, they've, they've said, said, yeah. Like, Todd Howard's been like, oh, we're probably not going to, well, yeah. we're not going to show Elder Scrolls 6 because we already jumped the gun by showing it last year. So it's Ooh. like, what are you even going to do Russell, for half an hour? my jimmies. <laughs> Russell them up. Like, don't, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all know they're working on it. We all know it's going 
going to come at some point. Don't show the title when it's going to take another six years to come yeah. out. Like, don't do that. But don't that was people. I mean, even if they've only just done a little bit of it so far, I don't care if it's your work in progress. I just want to see it. I want to see, see how doing. you're doing. Yeah. I think at this stage, they, I mean, that's the thing. If you already admitted that they jumped the gun by just showing the, yeah. the name of it with the logo last time, then maybe they just want to put their heads down and wait until there's something worthwhile showing, which in that case, don't book an E3 slot. I know. That's, um, unless it's like a 10 minute confidence. I think, I mean, I think we'll be in for like stuff like, I mean, potentially Evil Within 3 might get announced because Shinji Mikami is <gasps> Oh, no, actually. Oh, oh, oh. They can do, they can totally treat it as a publisher showcase because they're publishing a lot of stuff now. Yeah. That was rumored. Evil Within 3 was mm-hmm. rumored. Oh, I'd quite like that. If you give me, give me. That would be good. Evil Within Game is brilliant, by the way, if no one's played Evil Within 1 <laughs> oh, and 2. Oh, so good. So underrated, I think. I think yeah. people forget how good they are. They're like the spiritual continuation of Resi 4, like before mm. they went all more actiony and stuff. And I haven't like, played Resi 4, so. Oh, no, no, <laughs> not this again, Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. But um, yeah, so it's like Evil Within <laughs> 3 could potentially get announced. And then I don't know what else they've got like lined up, whatever, as a publisher. Uh, Quake, maybe? It's. I just care, care too much about Starfield and Old Scrolls 6 to be excited about anything else. <laughs> anything they say now, I'm like, I'm disappointed if well, we it's know, not those two. We do know that we're getting Starfield first, like obviously. Yeah. So it depends on how long that's Might been Might get a teaser for that. I mean, I've been writing about, I've covered Starfield before for a good three or four years. Mm. Like that name leaked out years ago. So I don't know if they've been working on it for this whole time. So mm. maybe. I think they might do a thing where they're like, Fallout 76 content's coming. I thought, oh, no way. No, no, no. I, don't, I, totally I don't think even Bethesda are that clueless. <laughs> like, oh, well, you say that, right? But Todd Howard was just in an interview the other day where he was like, yeah, we knew it was, um, we were struggling to get it work before launch and it's, it's the criticism is well deserved. So, it's like, well, why did you release this then? No, but, good for him being honest. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It's so, I don't know, it points to, like, like you said, like it's sort of an awareness of what they're putting out there, but I think they still believe in their own product. Yes. So I think if the, if his whole sort of movement is just to kind of go, okay, 76 is worth yeah. playing, here's some new stuff, then they can do that. Oh, I don't know, I feel like Starfield leaked ages ago because there was all these theories about like the the Fallout and the Oblivion universes mm. being connected and it happened to be this thing. I like and that. It, yeah, it's a really neat theory and I want to see it happen. <laughs> but um, I don't know, I don't know. It's going to take years before it comes out again. So even seeing it, I don't know, I get really upset when I think these these see things too far in advance mm. so I'm like please I need it I think now. They, they did it for, um, for the sake of the good press last year because they didn't have that yeah. much stuff to show off like other that was coming soon other than 76 but now that they've done that they've yeah. pretty much played their cards so whether they play them again then maybe and the last two things I've got down the first one is just Cyberpunk 2077 which we know is going to be there um, and we know it's going to be played uh, that there's going to be gameplay sequences whose uh, conference would that be at? well that's the thing I don't know CD Projekt Red just said that they were going to be there and they're going to be showing new gameplay but they didn't say for mm. who it has to be Microsoft assumedly Mm. So, what were you thinking? I was just asking the question. Oh, yeah, oh you were going to say, oh, no, <laughs> yeah. I've heard that it's going to be like a oh, Ubisoft conference. Yeah. drop then. But, uh, yeah, apparently they've, they've lined up some new gameplay sequences or something. Um, but last time they did that just for the people that were in attendance and they mm. didn't put them online. So uh, okay, I, um, it might just be in the expo hall. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I have to assume that there'll be some sort of stage demo. Like, we saw that 50-minute thing last year, so assumedly they're further along now. They There has got to be because they're going to do a release date mm. for it. So I feel you like they're going to release date? I, I'm, I'm 100% in belief of the rumor for the, re- the release dates coming out. I think they're going to slap that up on the big screen. I'm going to be running around <laughs> screaming. Like, I just, I'm excited for it. I think I'm pretty excited. I, I, maybe. I guess that E3 will be the stage to do it. But like, yeah. CD like, Projekt's whole like ethos at the minute is that we'll tell you when it's ready. So like, they don't yeah. bow to no E3, man. But, but there mm. has been a big swirling pot, swirling cauldron with the salt sprinkled in that they are going to reveal the release date okay. at this E3. For the rest of this year or 2020? I, or just at some point? Well, it's supposed to be from the previous rumours where mm. it's been like, oh, they've had this grand until this date blah 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 mm-hmm. um, it's supposed to be this year but I think it's just going to be the release date this year and right. it's going to come out 
early quarter next year. To be fair, yeah. like, yeah. Just, you know. Yeah, I might not have believed that, uh, like, until Death Stranding just dropped is going to drop That's in November. Yeah. I'm like, I was anything say, can happen like, now. Strange, stranger things have happened. They yeah. literally just, like, two days before or something were like, uh, by the way, Death Stranding reveal yeah. in two days. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. And I he's mean, like, oh, I turned the whole thing around in three years. And it's like, okay, I <laughs> guess like these amazing things can't happen. Yeah. Um, the last thing I've got down is just uh, Rocksteady's new game, um, which is potentially Batman, Superman, oh, yeah. something, because they haven't done a game since 2015. Where's Ewan when you need him? Where is, where is where Ewan is, when you need him? Where is he? Well, but still, um, you guys like the Batman, Batmans. Yeah, he's all right. Superman, yeah, yeah. he's pretty good. Yeah. Don't you, Batman? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do I mean like the stuff like um, Arkham Knight in 2015 like mm. I, I don't like the direction the Arkham series went overall I don't think it should have gone open world I thought it was bare when it was did you guys play Asylum in Arkham City and stuff I played the first one right that was Arkham Asylum wasn't yes. it yeah yeah I played that so that was like in 2009 and like that was like so atmospheric and they led you from you know one really great set piece to another and then for the, after that they just got more and more strung out yeah. and more and more spaced out and everything so like yeah there was a rumour for a while that they were going to do this game called Batman Arkham Insurgency mm. and then there was an Arkham Crisis rumour and it was going to have the uh, the Court of Owls. The Court of Owls, yeah, which is like, yeah. like one of Bruce's like best villains in the new canon. Is well, newer canon. Is it these guys that are doing the um, Wonder Woman like Amazonia? Play? Well, so that that came from the Warner Brothers Montreal because um, when the Arkham series was in full flow, mm. Warner Brothers gave um, asked the Warner Brothers Montreal sub studio to do another Arkham game, yeah. which became Arkham Origins. So you've kind of got Rocksteady and Warner Brothers Montreal both doing DC themed things. That's the one. So then Warner Brothers Montreal at one point were working on Suicide Squad game, mm. which got canned, assumedly because the movie completely tanked. And then they apparently had a Wonder Woman game, which didn't come to fruition. But yeah. there's been years of stuff. So it's mm. like something is in there. Because we theorized for ages that it was a Superman game. But yeah. like, it, I think Superman... That stuff kept leaking as well. Yeah, Superman would be a difficult one to make because mm-hmm. I remember talking about that. But one of the things with that was that they were going to take the Arkham style combat and stretch it out like in terms of like a mid-air thing. Mm. And you'd be slamming yeah. dudes through buildings and you'd pick up a building and throw it in another is building. Is this the year? Is this when we finally find out? I hope so. But I almost, I mean, I don't know. At this stage, it's like Splinter Cell. Year after year after year, there's all these things. So, oh, it's definitely going to be there. And then it's just not. Do you want Do you want the Batman, though? Do you want to see him? Batman is inevitable. Like, Batman is, <laughs> Batman is eternal. Like, that's all it is. Like, yeah. to me, I'm just like, oh, good. Nice. Another with, one. With Keep big, coming. Come on. <laughs> with big R parts getting signed on, <gasps> then oh. why not dive in and just do a big picture <gasps> just saying, by the way, Batman games also come into maybe oh, to be fair that would be very neat Thank I would, you. I'd quite like that I'd back a little R. Pat's Batman <laughs> duality get him to walk on. out and announce it so yeah, maybe. So yeah, so these are all our sort of rumors and leaks and all those different things for E3. You can find us on Sunday night for the Microsoft conference. I'll be meeting Jules at 9 p.m. on UK time. For now, though, this has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast, and I've been your host, Scott Tailford. I almost messed it up. Who are you? Joined by Rachel Shackleton. Thanks for listening. And Ash Melman. Goodbye. Also, thanks for listening. <laughs> I'll catch you next time. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.